Blog Talk Radio. Show was a five-year dream. 
I knew there would come a time when when I would not be able to go to book events because of my husband's illness, and that happened. So I started this show two years ago, and sadly I have lost my husband. Uh, It's been a week ago today that we said our final goodbyes to him, and there's some changes coming in my life, uh, some big changes. I'm going to start doing book events again. Um, may go back to school. Who knows? I'm working on getting my private investigator license. <clears throat> yes, ladies and gentlemen, there, there's changes coming. The show will remain. Don't don't worry about that. The show will remain because it is the backbone of what I do. Now, there's two ways you can get on this show. You can either come on as a guest or you can sponsor be a sponsor for the show, and the best way to find out how to do that is to contact me at Off the Chain Radio at yahoo.com, and I will tell you what all you need to do. It's it's really simple, and and you won't you won't be sorry because it gets you exposure in places that you have never ever ever been before, or may never go again. Who knows? But I do want to say thank you for joining us and for. Continuing to support this show, it's it's an important thing for authors and musicians and people with platforms and passions to have a place where they can come and talk, just talk, just have a conversation with between me and them and to get their name and their product out there. The one thing you have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, is that what you sell or what you promote is not your brand. You are the brand, and people want to know about you. They want to know how you got where you are. Excuse me, and what the journey was all about, because they may have the same idea, but they don't know how to go about it. And I would venture to guess that, that most of us that have gone on the journey that we're on did not get there easily. It it was a it was a sacrifice and it was a um sometimes it pretty rough. Sometimes it was pretty rough. But that's okay. We've all we're we're all on this journey together. And we have several sponsors <clears throat> that I want to welcome to the show. Some of them have been with me for a while. Some of them are new. Most of y'all know Traveler Pelton, and she has a special offer going for her website just for folks getting ready for the holiday season. She is offering postage-paid sets of her trilogies for $25 a set, and she will autograph them any way that you want them autographed. She takes PAL and will ship the sets out the next working day. So go to her website, TravelerPelton.com, for all the details. Terrace and Spies is the latest book in the Oberlin series by Traveler Pelton. The middle generations of the Oberlins carry on the legacy of their father, Noah, by setting up a network of spies and informants all over the globe. This book spans the generations from 1910 to 1975, a time of change and growth. The family tries to stay out of the feud between Edison and Tulsa while beginning to investigate an elusive enemy network that grows into an underground jungle which will plague them for generations. They survived two world wars, the Korean conflict, and the Vietnam War in spite of attacks on them personally from the enemy and from their own government. Well, the legacy of the Lenape negotiators carried the family through discrimination, hatred, and treason. 
Will there be another seven generations of the people to carry on, or will they follow their ancestors into oblivion? Join the high-energy Oberlin family and yet another of Traveler's Tales of Intrigue, Technology, and History, Terrorist Traders and Spies, available now on Amazon at Books A Million as an e-book or a paperback. If you want to, go to TravelerPelton.com, her website, for a special offer just perfect for holiday gifts. Now, if you enjoy listening to audiobooks, you can adopt an audiobook. That's right. You can adopt Don't Shop, audio, your audiobook favorite. You go to um, the Adopt an Audiobook program at audiobookwormpromotions.com forward slash adopt an audiobook. <coughs> it has new releases and audiobooks of every genre. All audiobooks are free to interested reviewers, and that's the caveat. You have to be able to write a review once you've listened to the audiobook. Simply listen and share your thoughts. That's audiobookwormpromotions.com forward slash adopt an audiobook. Now, y'all might have heard Amy Law when she was on the show as One Funny Woman. She's a comedian and an actor, and she lives in Atlanta, and she has a unique outlook on life. Most people hide their failures, but Amy wrote an entire book about hers. It's called The Book of Failures. The book opens with, I've been married for 20 years, not to the same people, but 20 years nonetheless. The book talks about relationships, how hard it is to blend a family, and just funny failures of everyday life. The reason it's been a bestseller for over years because it is so relatable. Everybody needs more laughter in their lives, so buy it for yourself or for a friend that is going through a hard time. The Book of Failures is available at some Barnes & Noble stores and on Amazon as a paperback, ebook, or an audiobook. The Book of Failures by Amy Law on Amazon. Howard Levine has a new book out called Last Gas. Fred Tedici's niece is dead, one of thousands of victims of a terrorist attack which has been laid at the feet of Islamic radicals by a right-wing U.S. government. Frank, based on a chance encounter, is one of the very few people who question the government's explanation. He's a Vietnam veteran who wants nothing more than to live without further controversy or conflict. Can he and his grieving brother Rob, a detective with the NYPD, obtain the necessary evidence to uncover the truth in the face of scorn and incredibility? Can they overcome their long-term estrangement to work together given that they are putting their lives in danger? And last gasp, a novel that resonates with today's politics, the answers to these questions unfold in a way that mingles personal and societal issues and intertwines the past and present while moving relentlessly forward. Now, um, some of y'all know about Diane Moat. She is an author, and her books have gone number one in Australia because of this show. She does the Sam Holden series, and she is back. She is our favorite vigilante. The third book in the series, Dog Bones, talks about Sam's quest to avenge abused animals. And she is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other side. Will Sam's double life be exposed? Will Sam be able to protect the animals, her friends, and herself? 
check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you haven't yet started the series, for um, for a while you can get the first book in the series, Dog Gone, for free. And um, that will get you started on the series. So check Diane Moat out. Now, let's get on with the show. That If y'all want to call in, 516-387-1756, and we'll just chat. If not, I'll talk for a little while, and I'm losing my voice, so it not, might not be a whole hour show. But I want to, um, <clears throat> for those of you all who have followed the show and, and followed my husband's illness, I guess this is a perfect opportunity to bring all of y'all up to speed on what happened and why. Excuse me. My husband had congestive heart failure and he had kidney failure. And toward the end, he also had complete liver failure. They think that he had an infection. This might be our guest now. Hold on. Hello, is this Kate? (laughs) No, this is Jeanette. And I was just calling because you all sounded like you had a head cold like I've been running this last week. Yes, Jeanette. Jeanette. How are you, sweetheart? I am oh my glad goodness. you called in. Yeah, I, I tell just you, it's been it's been crazy around here. I, I but the good Lord is good to me, Yvonne. I tell you because on Thursday I was feeling really bad because I was watching all this horrible stuff on the radio, on the television about Hurricane uh, Michael tearing I, up yeah. a whole bunch of places where my friends live, and I got thinking, oh my goodness, Vaughn is down there. And I just I want to make sure you're all in one piece. And and the reason I say the good Lord is good because your voice is still there. So you're still there. That means you didn't yeah, get blown away. It, it was on the West Coast, so we didn't get hit. It hit the panhandle oh. in the Gulf of Mexico, and then it went northeast and cut across and went up through Georgia, North, South Carolina, and Virginia as a Cat 1. Mm. When wow. it hit um, Panama City... And Mexico Beach, which is right next to Panama City, it hit, Mexico Beach was a direct hit, and it hit as a cap four. It just totally decimated that city. Wow, wow. I mean, there's nothing left. Just bad. Oh, yeah, that's what I had the hair in it, and I'm like, oh, I got at least five friends living in Florida in different places, and I'm looking on the map (laughs) saying, okay, it's here, they're here, and here, and here. I hope they didn't get anything happen to them. Because, of course, when they're having these things and they're reporting it in the news, they're just saying all the devastation. I'm like, how far away are they? (laughs) Exactly. Well, see, and Tallahassee got hit pretty bad, too, because it it cut straight across Tallahassee, and they Mm -hmm. just now got power back. And I have friends that live all over the state of Florida. But for two days, we didn't hear from one friend of ours because he was in Panama City, and everybody was freaking out. But Mm -hmm. it knocked down all of the cell phone towers. So he and plus Whoa. the power, so he had no way of communicating with anybody. Mm-hmm. But they finally found out he is fine, all is well there, and and life is good. But mm-hmm. um, I am so glad you called in. Oh, yes. Kate well, Dow is on. I, so. I know, and I saw your little blip saying she wasn't there. Now if she calls in, that'll be great. I'd love to drop off and well, let you her talk. Up. But no, I want you to co-host with me since you're here. Hold on, okay? Okay, no problem. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, Yvonne. I was having a really hard time because I couldn't find the link you just recently <laughs> sent because uh, it was hiding in my spam folder. So I kept trying to reach you through the other one. <laughs> on spam folder? 
sure is wonderful. <laughs> I say, ladies and gentlemen, that's my guest, Kate Dow, and the, the beautiful lady I've been talking to is Jeanette Pelton. And, and Kate, Jeanette was babysitting me until you came on, and she's going to stay and co-host with me because she also believes in empowering women. So, Great. ladies and gentlemen, if y'all will hold on just a minute, I'm going to give Kate's bio. And Jeanette is the one I just read her her ad about the Oberlins. Y'all have to check her book out. They're, they're fantastic. Dr. Kate Dow mm-hmm. is a transformational psychologist who specializes in helping women elevate their lives, businesses, and leadership through feminine empowerment. She offers a women's empowerment collective. Her book, Fearless, not fearless, but Fearless, L-E-S-S, online courses and live events for women who are primed for change. And this entire week, Jeanette, I have had guests on here that are all about empowering women. And you know, because you and I have talked about how much we like to empower women, too. Mm -hmm. So, Kate, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you found me out of your spam folder. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too. Don't feel bad. Technology is marvelous, but not as good as human beings. I know. And it just didn't make sense because we've been Mm -hmm. corresponding. So I, Mm -hmm. I just... Yeah, but I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Well, you're here now. That's all that's important. And and like I said, Jeanette Pelton, she is a a fellow author and a friend of mine, and we were just chatting about how Florida, the west coast of Florida, being devastated, and she thought that I had gotten picked up and carried off in the hurricane, but I'm on the east coast, so all is well as far as that aspect goes. But welcome to the show. I am so so glad that you you made it. Me too. As, as I do with all of my guests, and and Jeanette, as we get into this, feel free to ask questions because this woman is absolutely amazing. Well, I'm How a clinically the licensed independent social worker as well, and I think I'm probably seeing in my practice what she's seeing in her practice as far see. as trying to empower women. There and, you go. Um, I would just like to know, in your new book, do you have any specific suggestions for, for instance, single moms who are trying to raise kids all by themselves and fight the entire system to get their children what they need? Because some of my moms come in, they're falling apart because they'll have an autistic kid, they'll have a kid with learning disabilities, and they can't break through the bureaucracy. What right. would be a suggestion you'd make for them? Well, so so first of all, um, I actually have been a single mom of two kids for the last 20 years, and um, so I actually have a big place in my heart for single moms, and I've worked a lot with them. Um, my book is really about all the ways that I support my clients, um, more coaching clients now than therapy clients, and how I help them begin to know their internal resources that they can start to work with around learning to, you know, calm their mind and be more observant of the beliefs that they're believing. I really work with mind, body, spirit, right? All three Mm -hmm. dimensions. And that's what my book is about um, is many different practices and teachings that help support women to, to begin what I call developing their self mastery. And so, um, 
I teach them to be the queen of their mind and the heroine of their bodies and their goddess of their spirits. And those are the ways that I share many different teachings from um, yoga, uh, my, my history with being a yoga teacher and different spiritual paths that I've studied and Buddhism and, and, and also just being a psychologist, the things that you know that we do to help support women to step into their power. Absolutely. Kate, let me ask you this, because I, I am a very strong believer that if we do not have balance in our lives, and, and the balance being in our mind, body, and spirit, that there's no way that we can lead a beneficial life and we can be fearless. We become fearful because if we don't train our mind to know that it's not allowed to run amok just because it can, and we don't right. train our body to be in compliance with healthy living, and we don't train our spirit to be at peace, mm-hmm. there's no way we can be empowered. I, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, part of the change that we're looking at is really acknowledging this paradigm shift of what what success looks like, you know, for for people, um, especially women entrepreneurs that I love to work with, you know, and as women get empowered, how we do it from a more feminine way now, as opposed to what our model is, which is the masculine, you know, overworking, overdoing, trying to control all the outcomes and how is women for us to really um, recognize we have this powerful time to create a new paradigm of being empowered women, right? That isn't about looking like um, we have to look like men, right? But we get to be women who have this sense of knowing how to be more trusting of our intuition and be embracing of our different feminine qualities because that's part of our power. And would it also be fair, and I'm going to ask both of y'all this, would it also be a fair statement to say that when we understand that we are women and that we will never be men, we will never have the capacity to think like men because we think on a different plane, we we behave on a different plane, we think about things on a different plane. And when we embrace that and we understand that it's just the natural order of things, we become so powerful and so empowered and so much more in control. And then when we understand that there are certain things that are out of our control and we just have to sometimes let the train wreck happen and not worry about it, we have a power nobody can take away from us. Totally. I'm with you on that for sure. I, I mean, that's, that. yeah, I think that's, that's part of the, 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 the beautiful time we're in right now that I see is, is it isn't about us having to go take our power back from men. It's us really giving ourselves permission to become our greatest version of ourselves. And I like to encourage the young women that I work with because I'm no longer a young woman. I'm older than the trees in a second-growth forest. But (laughs) I like to encourage them to be thoughtful, to be thinking, right now, where am I centering themselves and Mm -hmm. saying, you know, from here, yeah, I had a rough time yesterday at work or I had a difficult time with my business. 
But right now, today, I'm putting that behind me, and I'm going forward from here. What are the new things I can try today to make it work better? Definitely. And how can I be independent and yet still um, be the person that I am, uh, not turn into an angry person, not turn into mm-hmm. an insecure person, but to be assertive in our own way? Right. Because there's a whole difference in the way a matriarchal business runs and a patriarchal business runs. I've I've uh, had kind of the both best of both word, worlds because um, I'm a Lenape Indian and we're a matriarchal society. Mm-hmm. But I was raised in a patriarchal society because everyone around us. I'm not on a reservation. I'm in town. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's patriarchal. I worked in a government bureaucracy for years, and that's yeah. the epitome of patriarchal and when I put my private practice together working with people I had to completely change the way I do things completely change the way that I work with people from extreme authoritarian you sh- you need to do this and back off and say now wait a minute that is theoretically and functionally that won't work right. I need to be more loving more kind I need to listen harder mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little odd but Listening is hard work, and you oh, need yeah, to get to the bottom of the pain before you can fix the pain. And right. I do coaching in my work, but I deal more with people who are really fragmented, and they need to pull themselves together so they have the strength to go to a coach. Oh, I agree. I mean, I've I've been in the field of the counseling psychology for 30 mm-hmm. years, so I am just yeah. transitioning into the coaching because I – I've done the trauma, traumatic work, right? And it's been very mm-hmm. powerful and meaningful to me. And I'm very pulled. I'm just really pulled yeah. to want to go support mm-hmm. women leaders and entrepreneurs and change makers because we are sort of on this edge of being able to really, I think, um, manifest a lot of positive change if we do our inner work, right? Right. If our work is ready and we're strong, we can give to others. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. and at that it it at this juncture because that segues into a question I have for you, Kate. When we yeah. come back from break, because there's some things that we have to do within ourselves in order mm-hmm. to to get there. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is off the chain with my co-host Jay Traveler Pelton and my guest, the wonderful Dr. Kate Dow, who is full of wisdom and sage. For women, we will be right back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. Best-selling and award-winning author of true crime and crime fiction, Yvonne Mason is back with a brand new book, The Pink Canary, a book that delves into the life of a drag queen and a marvelous whodunit. You can find this and all of Yvonne's other works on Amazon.com or find Yvonne Mason on Facebook and Twitter. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman. A true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or 
Visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. This is Jade. And this is Winona. Wow, it's been a busy summer. Yes, we have new books. I think we have a new audio book. And I thought Divorce Was Bad with Other Life Lessons. Why is that title such a mouthful? I don't know, but you can hear that mouthful on Audible and on iTunes now. And that will take you through Life Changes, the highs and lows of it through pop poetry and the literary life guys. So remember to check us out. And no, I don't mean a once over, but then my narcissism said, well, maybe check me out once. And then look at the rest of the website at andrethought.com. You can check out the podcast and the YouTube channel and everything that we're doing on that website, andwethought.com, just in case you didn't get it the first time. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to say bye from Winona and Jade and our website. Okay, is this going to be like a running gag? Yup. Andwethought.com. Bye-bye. Germany, 1938. Charlotte, a young girl of 15, wanders into Georg's cobbler's shop to have her shoes repaired. Georg, enamored by Charlotte's charm and grace, decides then and there that he's going to marry her. But they must keep their love a secret from family, friends, and, most importantly, the Nazis. Follow along as Georg's pursuit of the young Charlotte results in the couple traveling a heart-stopping, winding route to stay one step ahead of the Gestapo in their escape from Nazi Germany, with a surprising twist along the way. If you like history and romance, don't miss Good Things Always Happen in Springtime by Joanne Fisher, available at www.joannesbooks.com. Juliana is a middle-aged housewife in Toronto with a career, a husband, that has little interest in her well-being, and three children. In the evenings, she gets on her computer and chats with people around the world. When she gets involved with Aaron and Bobby, her life becomes a pinball, bouncing around her husband, her job, her children, and her two online friends. She's bewitched by the romantic poetry of Aaron. But the honesty and kindness of Bobby bring her all the way to California. Watch for the ironic twist of fate that takes her in a direction she never expected. If you like spicy romances, don't miss With All of Me by Joanne Fisher. Available at www.joannesbooks.com Fiore is a young Italian woman engaged to be married but her plans are interrupted by a charismatic Sebastian, a handsome middle-aged Spanish businessman. Her beauty strikes him like a thunderbolt sent by the goddess Venus herself. When she's given a peculiar gift, a Spanish doll, she's thrown into a whirlwind of entangled passion, money, secrets, and love. Their romance sparks in a charming little Italian town located on the southern part of Lake Garda in northern Italy and takes them around the globe. What happens when her life is suddenly shattered by a lifelong secret? Her Spanish doll will bring you to a caliente Spain and a romantic Italy, adding some spice along the way. Available at www.joannesbooks.com. And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, 
uh, Jeanette Pelton, also known as J. Traveler Pelton, the author of the Oberlin series, and our guest, Dr. Kate Dow. And we are talking, this whole week's been talking about empowering women. I can't even talk anymore. And Dr. Kate Dow has a book called Fearless, F-E-A-R-L-E-S-S. And before we went to break, we were discussing how women can empower themselves. And one of the things that you talk about, Kate, is energy management. Now, we as women think that we can go to work, bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, look after children, clean house, run to soccer practice, run to ballet, run to this, run to that, buy groceries, go to the doctor's office, go to the school PTA meetings, go to the parent-teacher conference, and work a 15-hour day. But let right. me tell you what happens from past experience. You get burnout. How do you stop yeah. that? How do you manage your energy so that you're still empowered without being half dead? Well, I call it the magic of self-care and awareness. <laughs> um, you know, like we, we when we live like that, which I certainly did at times in my life, um, we're, we're sort of not, we're hovering, we're hovering through life on top of the surface. And we are, we are burning out our nervous system. We're burning out our, our internal well-being, And we're not really serving anybody, even though we think we're being superwoman and it's the, it's the way to go. Um, so I'm all about having to slow down and start taking care of noticing what is really happening for you and how you're going to fill your cup first and do all the self-care that you need to do to be able to show up in your life, in your relationships, in a real, authentic, powerful way. And we can only do that by becoming more aware. And that's mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, on all levels. And so it's the opposite, right? We think it's to get busier and better at managing our time, but it is more so about being more aware and managing our energy in a more um, realistic and loving way. So would it be fair to say that it is okay to be a tad selfish and say, I'm taking this 20-minute mini vacation, whether it's to go get nails done, whether it's to go get our hair done, whether it's to take a drive down a country road or even soak in a hot tub and have a glass of wine. It's okay to be selfish. Yeah, I don't even call it selfish. I call it um, necessary. It's like a necessary part of actually being loving to yourself so that you can show up and be uh, helpful and of service and, you know, connected in your life. Because we're not when we're hovering through life and we're stressed out and we're burned out and the body will give in at a certain point if the mind doesn't go first. And um, it's just... Darn, it's, that's it's, what happened to me. <laughs> I know. Yes. Me too. It's unsustainable, right? It's unsustainable. Yes. But that's the culture we've lived in, right? And, and in so, the culture we live in, don't you find that women don't give themselves permission to relax? Oh, for How sure. How many times have you had a person come in and say, but I couldn't do that, or he wouldn't get to soccer practice, or she wouldn't get to ball practice, or... I couldn't get this done. We have to give ourselves permission. We have to almost order ourselves and say, I shall, as my 11th commandment, take 30 minutes a day for me, 
30 minutes out of 24 hours doesn't sound like too much. Oh, yeah. That's how hard people find to do that. Well, and, and it is. It's bringing that awareness to people. And that's why I do a lot of um, more mind-body somatic work for people to really slow down and feel how exhausted yes. they really are. And to how be mindful of themselves. Right. And, and how there's a, there's a deep layer of resentment that they have because they aren't taking care of themselves and they're upset that everybody else keeps wanting more and more. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of that awareness building that, you know, and um, that's how we start to become more conscious so that we see that the, the balance and the self-care isn't selfish at all. In fact, it's, it's the only way you can go if you really want to be healthy, happy, and connected with the people in your life that you love. So right. that brings up a question. And, and the, that, the burning question is, is it okay to say no sometimes? It's That's just necessary, boundary, isn't it? It's necessary to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, it's recognizing that saying no is the most loving thing you can do because when we say yes out of obligation, what happens? That person feels our sense of resentment. We're resentful. We go and do it, but we're not happy. And it really didn't serve anybody when when we go ahead and say yes when we mean no. Right? So, so. For a person, Kate, that um, is so used to saying, yes, let's say before this person had to go out into the the business world, she was a stay-at-home mom, and she was uh, the one that always picked up the kids to go to cheerleading practice because all the other moms worked. And so she she was a designated driver. Well, all of a sudden, she's had to go out into the, the business world, and it's it's not only a shock to her system, it's a it's it's a shock to the the whole family dynamic, but yet she's still expected to be the designated driver. How does she get out of that rut? What? How does she get strong enough and empowered enough to say, look, I've had to join the workforce. I need all of y'all to help me to carpool these kids back and forth without, A, pissing off the other mothers, and, and B, knowing it's okay. Well, it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, I because agree. again, otherwise you're sacrificing yourself and and that doesn't lead to a healthy, happy life. So, so yeah, it is about us as women really claiming our worth and our value and understanding that our needs are just as important as everybody else's, no matter what we thought or learned growing up, and that the only way we're going to really be able to, to be happy and 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 healthy and connected with people is if we're if we're more honest with ourselves and then we have the courage to be honest with others and i'm not saying it's easy right a lot of us including myself have had to work really hard to put boundaries into place and to be able to speak up when something's not okay and so i i know how hard it is but i can tell you that as i've progressed on on that path my life only gets better and more rich and more joyful and, and more loving. And do you find that when you do things, it, it is with a sense of gladness and not a sense of dread? So with it being a sense of gladness, it's not emotionally negative. It's not negative energy in your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, draining you of all of your energy. 
Well, for sure. And, you know, my book, I write a lot about how anxiety is a messenger for all of us. And in this exact example, when women don't say no and they over overstress and overextend themselves, anxiety is one of the big ways that that starts to show up as a messenger because women start to get anxious, have panic attacks, have um, an inability to feel like they can keep going. And so it's a way that their, their psyche and their soul is trying to say, this is not sustainable. This is not good for us, but they haven't been able to get through to the mind yet that they got to change how they're living and what they believe is the only way to do it is to keep taking care of everybody else. Right. And Dr. Kate, don't you find that we have to start as moms and grandmas training our daughters and our granddaughters to be able to have boundaries and to say no to people, to oh, set sure. up and get them ready so they don't have the struggles we're having. I almost see us as a sandwich generation from the way my mom stayed at home and did stuff, and all of a sudden we were all in the workforce right. working hard, and suddenly we were we were three people in one. Uh, they talk about women having different hats. It's not so much hats. is We've got cloaks of armor, and we're supposed to be running around doing everything all the time. And our daughters watch it, and then they think they have to be that way. And the suicide rate, I I won't even go into the suicide rate. It's ridiculous in America. And we need to be able to train our next generation to balance their lives. I don't see any balance in the kids that I work with. I I get a lot of kids sent to me from juvenile court, and they aren't balanced. And they try to escape by using their phones and their tablets and their this. But even that doesn't work. That overextends as well. Right. It's true. And, and I agree. I think, I mean, that's what I, I say with, with every woman I work with, um, especially if they're moms, I say any work that you're going to do right now is going to support and help your children to, to know how to take care of themselves in a much better way. So it's never too late, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, but it is something that needs to be started. I'm very passionate about this. It needs to start today. All those ladies out there that are listening tonight, you need to start modeling for your girls. This is what the whole woman acts like. She is not selfish when she takes something for herself because she needs to have something for herself, even if it's a 30-minute manicure. I don't care what your your thing is. If it's 30 minutes of just meditation, you need that every day. It's your time, and you need to guard that time. And the girls need to know that. And, and oh, that, brings up, that brings up another point, Kate, that you talk about meditation. Mm-hmm. And I have found out through the years that if we don't steal our minds and we don't empty our minds of all of the garbage that travels to and fro like on an expressway, that we don't rest at night, we right. don't rest during the day, we don't concentrate as well because the mind takes on its own life form and it won't shut shut up. It just keeps on going like the Energizer Bunny, and sometimes you just want to take something and knock it in the head. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And and what I what I love is that you know we have way more awareness now in in available mainstream to understand that meditation doesn't have to look like sitting down and 
trying to quiet your mind. For a lot of people, that is way too difficult. There's other ways to do um, movement, right? There's um, Tai Chi, there's Qigong, there's embodiment practices, there's um, just working with yoga or, or even relaxation. All these ways that can help us start to still still the mind from a different place because we become more aware of what I call the witness mind and we focus less on our chatty mind and it gets quieter not because it's gone it's always going to be chatty but we're not focusing on it as much so I really help people understand that their bodies become an incredible access into finding more a sense of peace because that is where we can begin to become more conscious of who we are outside of that little chatty mind. But there's a lot of ways to do that. And most of my clients have a really hard time working with meditation. So we did yoga postures or we did embodiment practices where they just practice breathing and being conscious and aware of their sensations. Those simple steps can help us create a sense of meditation and they become a spiritual practice, which I do believe you know, having something, some way that you connect with your sense of spiritual connection, whatever that is for you, what, and doing it every day, even if it's for 10 minutes because you're a busy mom with small children, you know, that's <laughs> where I started. I had to wake up 10 minutes before my kids started and the day started and I had no time to me. I had 10 minutes to sit quiet. And at that point, I wasn't even meditating yet. I could just sit there and stretch and breathe and go, it's so lovely to hear it so quiet. And then 10 minutes later, my day started. But that started to make it with a bang. And it didn't end till 10 o'clock that night when I finished all the chores and got all the kids to bed and did my work. And but that 10 minutes of quiet started to show me that I suddenly was a little bit less stressed in the day. I had a little more tolerance. I could hold on to my center just a little bit better. And I was like, oh, man, if this 10 minutes of sitting quiet can do this, what's going to happen when I really learn to meditate, you know? Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah. you are a woman here. You roar. I mean, <laughs> you won't be able to accomplish. Now, but that brings to mind another question. And the question is this, when we become anxious and when we have all this anxiety and turmoil going on within our psychic and we can't shut up the chatty mind and we we can't sit still but we can't, we, we have no purpose, we're just wandering around because we can't sit still, that leads to other things that destroys our bodies, our minds, and our spirituality, and that is it can lead to excessive drinking, excessive eating, excessive Mm -hmm. sex. Any of the vices we can go to excess with it trying to find a release to give us some peace when the peace is within us all along. Right. For sure. And, And so, yeah, that's why we, you know, the tendency is that we would rather kind of, um, escape, right? Escape the stress, then understand that we actually have an incredible amount of resources that are untapped mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually. And when we recognize that and start having some guidance around how to, how do we do that? And what are some simple practices like breath work that can help us start to have just a little bit of taste of, 
of some peace, we recognize, oh, I have the power to make some of this difference. You know, I can access these things within myself, what I call, again, the self-mastery that can help me address my fears and worries so that they're not running me, right? So that my anxiety is keeping me from getting to my job and doing doing the next steps I want to be taking. And would it also be fair to say that when we can come to the realization that the things that we cannot control or the things we cannot fix, it's really not worth our time to worry about it. And the things right. that we can control and the things we can fix, we fix them and we forget them and we move on to the next thing. That is, I would say, Jeanette, would you say half of the pathway to peace? I would say it's heading that direction. We also need to be careful when we just say all women need to do this. There are different personality types, some that thrive on more energy-intensive stuff than others. So we also have to look at that. But I would say that if you don't take time to recharge your own personal batteries, whether with breath work or with meditation or with relaxing or just doing something like I love to walk among my alpaca, go over with my alpacas, I like to sit down and listen to my canaries in the morning. It's like you need to get away from the craziness around you for just a little while and take care of yourself so you can have the energy recharge to go out again. I kind of laugh and say I get up early in the morning so I can hear my canaries. That starts me, starts my day. I hear birds, and that relaxes me, and, okay, I can go from there. I have, uh, <laughs> I have a thing inside me that loves animals, and so for me that's relaxation. I have a daughter-in-law who canary songs would send her straight up a tree. It won't work. You have to find what it is within yourself that will give you some peace. With me, it's God. With me, it's spirituality, listening to nature. I love to go out and walk. I don't do a bunch of stretches or yoga. That has never interested me. But I love to go out and walk. I love to be out in nature. That is what calms me. So everyone has a different thing, but you have to find what it is. You have to know yourself. And too many women that I deal with have no no idea who they are personally. They have no idea. They're not mindful of themselves. They don't understand the reactions of their own bodies to what's going on. They'll come in and say, my doctor told me I need to come here because he won't give me an antidepressant unless I do, or he won't give me an anti-anxiety med unless I come and see you. And I'm like, well, first off, by the time you're finished, if you listen to me, you won't need the medicine probably, and you will feel healthier. And that's what we need to do. Those of us who know need to tell others. And I'm very pleased to hear about your book. I, I can't wait to get a copy of it. So Kate, on that same vein, would it be a fair statement to say that as a general rule that our medical profession has gone pill crazy and we, we pop a pill for everything and, and instead of Instead of saying, okay, like the doctors do for the women that go to, to Jeanette, before I give you this, mm-hmm. let's find an alternative way to try to resolve the issues that are going on because taking a pill only masks the problem. Would that be fair, Kate? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I would say in general, um, I think 
uh, at least my experience over here uh, in New Mexico is that, you know, once I, I did a lot of outreach in my practice to doctors to help them understand what I was doing so that then they started to realize if they had somebody come in who just said, you know, I'm feeling bad, they would say, well, I'll consider giving you the medication, but you also need to go to counseling. So I think it's a it's an awareness and an education piece. Um, and uh, sometimes for anxiety, ang- the anxiety meds are, can actually be more of a problem because they don't work that well and you can gain a quick tolerance and then there's issues with trying to come off of it. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just necessary for some people until they can do deeper work in the counseling where they can cope. Um, but, you know, we all may need counseling and or meds at different times when our when our body and our neurochemistry is so stressed that it's not able to process whatever information or trauma we're trying to work on without having a little help. But um, in general, I always support people to look at alternative, preventative kind of well, well-being, right? Stuff we can do to eat well, sleep well, all these basics that can make a huge difference in our mental health. So um, I, I'm a little bit in the middle where I recognize the, the benefits of it at times, but definitely if people are just med-seeking and they're not dealing with their issues, they're not going to ever have relief. They're not ever going to reach that place of happy, you know? Because it, it's a, the, sometimes the, the medication just masks the symptoms, and, and if you don't get to the core root of the problem, you cannot mm-hmm. solve it. It's true, and there are a lot of people that are not willing or able to work on their issues, and so having medications can help them function at some level. But those people who are willing and courageous to do that inner work we know, as I know in my own journey, the, it changes your entire life a few times oh, over, yeah. right? Your, your freedom, the capacity to live the way you really want to live and, and know that you can do that is what is the gift of doing that inner work. And I guess what, what I would add to that would probably be you have to decide what kind of life you want. Right. Do you want to be crippled? And that's what it is when you're running from a panic attack and you don't take the time to deal with these things and you don't take the time to deal with not knowing who you are and how your life should be. Mm-hmm. You're not living a whole life. You're living a piece of life. Life right. is so much more full. If you can take care of yourself, you have more to give. It's sort of like an endless cycle. As natives, we believe in the circle of life, and part of the circle right. is it has to keep going and you have to take care of yourself to be part of it. Otherwise, right. you're out of balance. And That's I think true. your whole book, from what you're saying, is about finding balance in your life so that your life is a bigger life, a fuller life. Right, exactly. And especially as, as women, you know, um, mm-hmm. I have, having gone through very many challenging situations through my life and knowing that those were places I could have given up and I could have said, this is, as good as it gets and I'm going to have to stay here and feel awful Mm -hmm. and abused and all kinds of things, you know, but I didn't, I never, I never did because I just knew 
that it could be different. And it was a long journey and, you know, life is that way at times, but I right. was able to really um, get, get through those things. And that's what I wanted to share with women is that we all have a choice of whether we're willing to try and, and cultivate our own capacity to get through and, and create transformation. And we all have that, I believe, within us. We may not choose mm-hmm. to activate it. We may not be ready for it. But when we are, it's there. Mm-hmm. And with that, ladies, I hate to say this, but our hour is almost up. Okay. <laughs> Usually people I was just go, oh, no. I into her ideas on mentoring. Oh, yeah, well, okay. we'll have her back if she'll be willing to come back. I would love okay. that now that I know how to find you. <laughs> okay, so um, Dr. Cake, tell the folks where you can be found, my darling. Okay, so easiest way to find me is at my website, uh, katedow.com, K-A-T-E-D-O-W, and my book is up as a um, Kindle at the moment up on Amazon called Fear Less, The Art of Using Anxiety to Your Advantage, and it will be out in bookstores in January, so I'm super excited. Sweet. Okay, Miss Jeanette, tell tell folks where you can be found. Right now, all of my books are findable on Amazon as both paperback and ebook or Kindle. And I also have a website, travelerpelton.com. You just type it in and you can find out all about my books there. And ladies and gentlemen, she will come back because we like like Jeanette said, we didn't even touch on mentoring, which to me is very, mm-hmm. very important. So yeah, we'll have yeah. Dr. Kate back after the first year. This is so exciting. I love empowering <laughs> women because we are the masters of our own destiny, ladies and gentlemen. So just mm-hmm. remember that. Kate, don't hang up when the show goes dark. Jeanette knows okay. why. She'll stay online too. But at the end of every show, ladies and gentlemen, you all know that I say a few things. And one of those things is we're all on a journey. And we don't know what someone else's journey is about. And that's what we've been talking about tonight. So when you're out and about, please be kind to the people that you come in contact with, whether they're friend or foe, because you don't know what's going on. Just smile. Find something nice to say about them because you might save a life. Also, If you aspire to achieve greatness, please stop asking permission because you don't need to. You're already great. Teach your children that, that they don't have to ask permission to be great because they're already great. I want to thank Dr. Kate Dow for joining us tonight. We've learned so much, and I cannot wait to have her back. And I want to thank Jeanette Pelton for joining as my co-host and my um, fill-in buddy until Dr. Kate could get back <laughs> yeah, and, and this is why we do live radio because it's so much fun. But yep. we we will have a show on Monday night. It's a special show of a duo and an indie music duo called Fitzsimmons and Brogan, and they are a fabulous group. So join us Monday night at eight o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And then we will be off Tuesday and then we will be back Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. And again, I want to thank Dr. Kate for joining us tonight and Jeanette for joining us. It it was a lovely, lovely discussion. And ladies, please take what we are talking about tonight to heart. Empower yourself. Give yourself permission to say no, it's okay. So until tomorrow, uh, excuse me, until Monday night, 
I cannot think tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. This is Off the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with author Jeanette Pelton and Dr. Kate Dow, whose book Fear, Fear Less is available. Check it out. We will see you on Monday night. Until then, we say good night. Okay, we're off the air, but anything we say will show up in the archive part of the show because it's still recording. But what I wanted to tell you, Kate, is when we get off from here and the show goes up into the archives, Uh I will put the link up on my Facebook page and I will tag you in it. Great. And this link is for you to use anywhere you want, your Facebook page, your website, share with your network, and I'm going to tag Jeanette, too. And then tomorrow, I will put it up on um, Spreaker, and it goes up on Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, iTunes, FM.com, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio on two stations, which uh, Southern Chats with Yvonne Mason and Off the Chain. It goes up on Reverb Nation. It goes up on Podcast.com and Podcast Garden. When I put it up on, yeah, that's why we're heard in over 200 countries with over 200,000 listeners. That's awesome. So you're going to affect a whole bunch of women all around the world. Mm, Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you called in. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So tomorrow when I post it on Spreaker and SoundCloud and Podcast.com and Podcast Garden, I will tag you in those links. So that you can share those as well And when you pull up tonight's show It will pull up um, Off the Chain Or Dr. Kate Dow on Off the Chain So it's going to show up in the uh, search engines If you put Dr. Kate Dow in there Once these things go on all the podcasts It's going to pull up all these podcasts As well as the show Excellent So you're Thank gonna you be so much you are so welcome. She's going to have so much fun with this, isn't she, Jeanette? Absolutely. <laughs> she will enjoy it. She will. So with that, ladies, I want to thank you both again for, for joining me tonight. And, Kate, mm-hmm. um, I'm booked up through the end of January, but I want to get you back in here maybe okay. February. And so, and I'll bring Jeanette back perfect. so we can talk about mentoring because we didn't even talk about the sandwich generation, which is my generation and Jeanette's generation, where we are looking after elderly parents as well right. as raising children. Definitely. As well as working and all the other stuff we did. Right. So, that will be a show unto itself. That'll be great. That will be interesting. Yes. Okay. So with I'm that, I'm with major say, acquaintance, Kate. Oh, you as well. And um, I, I would like to. How do I find you again? Uh, TravelerPelton.com is my website, and it talks about all my books and a whole bunch of other things. Traveler and I'm also Pelton? on Facebook, and I'm on Amazon, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, great. Kate, if you go, Kate, if you go on my pal, my friends list, and Jeanette, are you up on my friends list as Jeanette or as Jay Traveler? I think it's Jay Traveler as my pen name, yeah. If you okay, go on, on your website? Friend. No, on Facebook. Pardon me? Oh, on Facebook, oh, on Facebook. okay. 
friend her on Facebook too because oh, okay. if you go, if, uh, it's under J Traveler Pelton, P E L T O N, and the J the J is just an initial. Okay. Yes. And okay, then great. friend her on Facebook. Excellent. I, I will. I love it when we make connections. It's so much fun. Yes, it is. It is. It's marvelous. <laughs> All with right. That, with that, ladies, I'm going to let y'all go because I'm about to lose my voice. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Oh, yeah, you need to You need to drink a bunch of water. That's what you need to do, mm-hmm. fix it all up. Well, I think That's my allergies have kicked in, and with all the stress I've been uh, under the last few weeks. Couple of weeks, yeah. It's a wonder I'm still standing, but y'all know I'm 10 feet tall and bulletproof, so. <laughs> uh, sounds good. You take I care of yourself be. now. I, all right, I shall. take care. Thank you, right, ladies, right. very, very much, and we will talk later. Sounds good. Thank you. Good enough. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.